Hello, Midtown family. This is Justin Christopher, the executive pastor at Midtown. As most of you or all of you know, here in March of 2020, uh, the city of Austin, as well as our whole nation, has taken abundant precautions to help limit and contain the spread of the coronavirus. As such, uh, AISD has closed churches from being able to meet in their schools. In addition, the city of Austin has allowed no gatherings of 250 or more people. It's caused the churches in the city of Austin to come up with creative ways to still gather their community and care for them and encourage them. And so at Midtown this last week on March 15th, we did a video conference with more than 50 people from our church attending. And so here, instead of a regular podcast of a sermon, you're going to hear the audio of that video conference where Pastor Jake is going to give some encouraging words to us in this particular time. And then many people who participated will pray uh, for our church, for our city, and for the world. So the quality is not as good as far as sound quality, but I think that you will be encouraged and hope that you would give a listen. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Midtown Church Sermon Podcast. Midtown Church is a family loved and served by God, compelled to love and serve each other and Austin with God. Learn more at midtownaustin.org. Let me, uh, let me just begin our time in prayer, and then we, uh, we're going to uh, dive in. Uh, Heavenly Father, we uh, thank you for uh, technology and the chance to uh, connect this way with uh, people within Midtown. And God, we pray for those that aren't able to join us at this time that they could join us later. Uh, But Lord, that you would keep us connected as a church family so that we can help each other uh, remember you and uh, point one another towards you. Uh, And God, so we can also uh, stay encouraged during. Uh, or what can be a scary time, and that we want to uh, love each other well and uh, love you well. So pray, Lord, that this time today would be used for those purposes, Lord, that you would be glorified. Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right. Uh, so got a couple of things before we, well, here's what we're going to do this morning. We're going to have, uh, in a second, we're going to do a devotional that I, I've prepared. It's going to be rather short, but hopefully uh, encouraging. And then we're going to move into a time of uh, prayer together. We've lined up uh, five or so people that are going to pray um, for specific parts, just as we, uh, things going on in our world right now. And then uh, after that, I'll give you all a couple of, um, statements about kind of what we're going to do moving forward, which, uh, spoiler alert, we're still trying to figure that out in a lot of ways. But so that's that's what our time's going to primarily look like. But before we get into the devotional, I want to let you know that. So if you go to the chat box, the very first thing I posted is a Spotify playlist that I had a lot of fun putting together uh, um, yesterday. And it's basically songs I think that would be really helpful for us to uh, listen to uh, during this time of uh, uh, that can cause a lot of anxiety. So it's it's a kind of comfort for our hearts during these anxious times. So if you, you might want to, uh, if you got Spotify, you should be able to access that and encourage you to do that. So that's one way that we won't have any time of worship um, and singing this morning. You can listen to Spotify and we can be edified in that way. Also, uh, if you're uh, for the parents on here, you should have received an email from Jennifer yesterday 
that lays out a conversation, some guided for a conversation you can have with your kids. Uh, you can determine the age appropriateness of that conversation, but uh, we want to try to help you uh, lead your kids through this time as well. And so hopefully that will be a helpful resource for y'all. So those couple of things that I wanted to make sure you're aware of, but now I'd like us to I just get some time in the word together. And specifically, I want to read for y'all a passage uh, that I've been meditating on uh, that really means a lot. I think it's uh, very timely right now. So it's in Isaiah chapter 26, verses 3 and 4. So Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. Let me read that for us. It says, oh, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. So uh, just love those verses. What a timely encouragement, right? That uh, you will keep, this is talking about God. God will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. And uh, that's part of why we wanted to still get together today, even via Zoom, because we want to help encourage one another to set our minds on uh, God, who is our rock. And as we do, the promise here is that he will keep, uh, he will bring peace to us. He will keep us in peace. And so uh, as in order to do that, I want to share an article, a little blog post that uh, Jess uh, sent me uh, on Friday that I just thought was really powerful. This uh, blog post by, by this uh, woman named Teresa, and I don't even have her last name. I tried looking it up, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, but uh, the blog is actually called Be Theological. Be Theological, in case you want to look it up. But uh, it's really a, a really well put, and she just kind of puts her finger on something. Then I thought, man, that's really, really insightful and powerful. And so I want to read a portion of it to you, and then I'll uh, kind of jump off from there. But so let me let me read this. Huh. And the, again, the purpose of this is to try to help us set our minds steadfastly on our God, where uh, put our trust in Him. So here it is. This is what Teresa wrote. She says, it feels like everything in the world is being halted, to which we would say, yeah, that's, that's pretty much exactly how it feels. Um, the uncertainty of what the coronavirus will bring has forced our world to examine and determine what we truly value. And it looks like we've determined that above all else, uh, we, uh, life is of the utmost value. For we are willing to give up virtually anything to preserve it. We're willing to give up travel if it means saving lives. We're willing to close businesses if it means saving lives. We are willing to suspend education if it means saving lives. We're willing to do away with entertainment and sports if it means saving lives. And we are willing to isolate ourselves if it means saving lives. But as much as we are willing to give up, we still find ourselves in uncertainty. We cannot guarantee the preservation of life and the avoidance of death, regardless of how much we halt and how much we avoid. And while all our efforts to avoid massive deaths as a result of the coronavirus may prove fruitful to some degree, and we certainly hope that they do, the truth is we will not be able to avoid death forever. 
How's that for a sober reality, huh? In her post, she goes on to make this point, and I'll just kind of summarize it here. But she says uh, that life is uh, something that we rightly value above all those things that we just listed that we're letting go of right now. But even with that, we still know that we will all lose our life at some point. However, the wild, I mean, this really gets to me, the wild, like just life-changing, trust-inducing truth is this, that Jesus, God the Son, you know, the eternal one, the one who uh, would never die, chose to willingly die for us so that in him we could have life eternally. I just think that's amazing. I mean, think about it. Like we're, we're here, we're, we're scrambling. You know, we're willing to do whatever it takes to uh, preserve our lives. And yet Jesus literally came knowing that he would die in order to give us the gift of eternal life, abundant life, that he came to give us what we really want and to take away what we most fear. Think about what Jesus said to uh, Martha in John chapter 11, right before he was to uh, raise Martha's brother Lazarus from the dead. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. That uh, the one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. And then Jesus is referencing the fact that like, because God is the source of life, that even when we die and we're cut off from this physical life, we will not actually be dead because we will, through Christ, be forever with the source of life, God himself, that Jesus is the resurrection and the life, that he has come to bring us life because he himself is where life is found. Think about Colossians chapter 1, which says that in Jesus or in him, all things have been created and through him, all things are sustained and held together. Or what Paul said in Athens, recorded in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, he says, for in him, talking about Jesus, we live and move and have our being. That Jesus is literally the source of and sustainer of life. In addition, he is not only the source of physical life, but emotional and spiritual life as well. That uh, he is where abundant life is found, as he said himself in John chapter uh, 10. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full, have it abundantly. So joy and peace and love and hope, all of these things are sourced in, found in Jesus. And he brings us what we really, really want, what we know is of utmost value, life. So here's the thing. As this vlog uh, that Jess sent me oh, points out, that we see the value of letting everything go and we're taking action to give up anything necessary to preserve our life and the lives of others temporarily, which is right and good. That's the right action we are taking. But as we do this, friends, what I really want to encourage us to, to realize, to think about, is that uh, 
we are really all longing for more than just in elongation of this life. That we want something more than just this life to be extended for us and for others. Instead, what we're really all longing for is true life. And that is freely offered to us in Jesus because he gave up his life for us. So uh, I've got two things that I really want to encourage us uh, to do in light of the fact that Jesus is what we really want because he is the source of life. First thing I want to encourage us to do is to run to him. Like, let's run to Jesus. Let's fix our eyes and our minds steadfastly on him. And in doing so, we find life and he promises he will bring us peace. And so a um, couple of things on that. First, I know that uh, just practically speaking, during times of uh, schedule upheavals, uh, <laughs> it's easy to let go of habits that we had and in in kind of routines that we have. And so if you've been developing over this year, these spiritual habits, spending time with, with God, it would be easy to let go of those because everything in life is changing right now. Um, and so what I would first want to encourage you to do in light of who Jesus is and that life is found in him is like, let's run to him and let's not let go of those habits. Right. So don't, don't let the fact that school's been canceled or sports have been canceled or everything's been canceled. Keep you from uh, just not even thinking about it, but canceling your time with Jesus. Like, don't do that. Let's make time to spend with him. And for those of you that have yet to uh, develop a habit of spending time with, with God regularly, uh, I'd really encourage you to use this time, <laughs> you know, to develop that habit. Most likely, you've got a little extra time on your hands, and you're just going to be chilling around in the house by yourself. Like, what if instead of just uh, watching the news all the time or scrolling through social media, you would decide, I'm going to set aside a specific amount of time every day to spend with the author of life, the sustainer of life, the source of life where abundant life is found. I really want to encourage you to do that. And... Friends, what that would look like for you uh, is that you got to make a decision. Like you need to actually commit. You need to say, okay, I'm, I'm choosing to uh, make it a priority to spend time with Jesus during this time. And so I want to encourage you just to think through these questions. Like actually think, okay, will I do that? And like you can think about it right now. Like will you commit to say, okay, I'm going to run to the author of life, the source of life. I'm going to spend time with Jesus. Will you do that during this time? And then the second question that you should think through is, okay, when will you do that? Will it be every day? What part of the day? How often during the day? And then another question to, to, to think through is, what will you do during that time? And if you don't know what to do during that time, and we can help you with that. We would love to help you. Just put that in the chat box or email me, and I'll give you some, uh, you know, some resource or something to help you begin to spend that time with him. But Friends, again, as a church family, like let's help each other run to Jesus during this time. Let's, let's keep trying to develop these healthy spiritual habits because they're healthy. And we're in a time where we're all trying to be guarded against unhealth. This, this is healthy, running to Jesus. So that's the first thing I want to encourage you to do, all right? So decide, commit. Are you, will you do that? Will you run to Jesus during this time 
If so, when and what will you do? Okay. The second thing I really want to encourage you to do in light of the fact that Jesus is what we really want because he is where life is found and he brings us peace in this difficult, troubling time. The thing that I would, second thing I really want to encourage you to do is let's point others to Jesus. So let's run to Jesus personally and let's point others to Jesus as well because just like he is really what we really want, whether our neighbors or coworkers, our friends know it or not, realize it or not, Jesus is also what they really want. They really want life, eternal life, abundant life, and it's only found in him. And so during this time, we have an important opportunity to point people to him, to point them to what they really want. And uh, I want to just give you uh, something, hopefully simple, a simple way for you to do this is uh, if you're like me, when I'm hanging out with my neighbors on the street, one of the questions that they seem to always ask and that I always seem to ask is, um, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> you know? And so if you, if you get asked or if you ask them, how, how are you doing? And then they reciprocate it and you are able to tell them how you're doing. Here's what I would really encourage y'all to consider saying. Uh, you can say, man, this, this is crazy and it's kind of scary, but I am finding a lot of peace in the promises of Jesus. But I am finding a lot of peace in the promises of Jesus. If that's genuine, if you can, you know, I don't want you to say it if, if, if it's not true, but hopefully it is true. As you set your mind steadfastly on him, he will bring you peace. And you can say, hey, this is scary. You don't have to deny that. But I'm finding a lot of peace in the promises of Jesus. And they may say, oh, okay, <laughs> that's good. Or they might, they might ask you a follow-up question on that. And you might be able to get into a conversation and tell them why. What promises? and Why is it bringing you peace? And God can use this to point people to him that they could find life. Okay. So I would encourage you just to use that line or tweak it, make it you know, your, your own. But, hey, this is really scary. But I'm finding a lot of peace in the promises of Jesus. And um, see what God does there. The other thing, of course, the way that we can point people to Jesus during this time is to, to be willing to sacrificially serve others in the name of Jesus. And so in light of how Jesus, who willingly came to die for us that we could find life, we would say, okay, we want to sacrificially serve others during this time so that they can know the author of life. And so I've seen some of y'all post, uh, I saw Katie post on this, Sean post on this, but on Facebook posting offers to help anyone if they need someone to run the grocery store or do things like that. I love that. It makes me uh, so uh, just encouraged to see people in our church family doing that. But looking for ways to serve others is great and really want to encourage us to do that because all those ways that during this time to point people to what we really want and it's found in Jesus, to point people to Jesus. So in light of this, friends, two things. Let's run to Jesus. Will you do that? you got to decide. It's not going to just happen. Choose. Will you run to Jesus? And the second thing is, let's point people to Jesus. Let's point people to Jesus because he's where life is found. Um, sound good? Good. 
So it's good. I like seeing some of y'all's head, heads bob up and down. Um, okay. Well, what I want to do in light of all that right now is um, spend some time praying. And there's a lot to be praying for. And so I've, I've asked uh, five people to lead us in a time of prayer. And uh, we're going to kind of cover a wide range of uh, topics here, all dealing with the virus and our response to it. Uh, and so those that are praying, uh, I think I gave you an order. I think we're beginning with Justin. So if you'll just unmute yourself at, uh, during your prayer so that we can all hear. And, and friends, let's just spend some time uh, praying together uh, to our great God who brings peace and is the source of life. Justin, take it away, man. God, we ask for you to give us your peace. We do rest in this promise that was shared first, that you will keep in perfect peace in whose mind is steadfast. And so we ask for you to give us that steadfastness of spirit to keep our eyes on you, uh, to trust you. We pray in this season that we would actually grow in our faith because we've, we've come to believe uh, that you are in control uh, that you are good and you're trustworthy. Increase our, our faith and our trust in you in this time. We pray too that you would give us just freedom from anxiety. If there's things that we're doing that contribute to that anxiety, give us uh, courage and conviction to turn it off, to move our eyes away from it, to do the things that lead uh, to our peace. We thank you too that you're a God that invites us to cast our anxieties on you. We think of First Peter 5, it says, cast our anxieties on you because you care for us. And so you welcome us to cast our anxieties on you. So we pray that our, our prayer lives would grow, that we grow more comfortable just presenting you with our anxieties so that you can give us that perfect peace uh, that you promise us. We ask this, God, in Jesus' name. Katie, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. go for it. <laughs> uh, God, we join the many people praying for healing in this time. Um, pray for all those who are currently sick and infected with the virus um, and ask boldly that you would heal them, Lord. Uh, for those experiencing symptoms, uh, we pray that you would ease their pain, you would comfort them, um, just provide resources. Uh, to heal and recover God. Uh, we pray for all the scientists and the medical professionals that are currently uh, researching, looking for answers, looking for a vaccine. Uh, God, guide their work and sustain them as uh, they work really hard to help the pandemic, Lord. Uh, we pray for answers and treatment options um, that those will become accessible and affordable really quickly, God. Uh, finally, Lord, lift up all the medical professionals that are currently serving the sick and caring for the sick, um, we pray that you would just protect them. Uh, for all those who don't have the luxury of staying home and instead have to travel into the riskiest places uh, to help those who are currently suffering, uh, we just pray that you protect them from the virus, especially those who uh, treat uh, high-risk patients who are already uh, immunosuppressed and at, at risk, Lord. And uh, so we ask all these things in your name. Lord, we also just pray for our leaders, 
specifically in our government, just at the local level, the state level, the national level, as well as, as global leaders, Lord. Uh, we just lift them up to you. Pray that they could make uh, wise decisions that would help, <clears throat> excuse me, negate the, the spread of this virus, as well as uh, temper the fear and the panic uh, that is going on throughout the world. Um, we pray for our, our mayor, our governor, and we really just lift up our president, Lord, that they would all have so be surrounded by people that would point them to you, that this would be an opportunity to, to strengthen our faith in what you can do, the, the ultimate power, Lord. Uh, this would be an opportunity for all of, our, all of our leadership in that regard. This we pray in Jesus' name. We pray this would be an opportunity for your name to be glorified. Shelby? Amen. Lord, we just pray that um, that we would take this opportunity to glorify your name, Lord. Lord, we pray that, um, as Jake said, that when people ask us how we're doing, that we would honestly be able to respond, that we um, are encouraged and comforted by the promises of peace that, that Jesus brings, Lord. And Lord, we just pray that we would have the boldness to speak to our neighbors and friends about what those promises are and who Jesus is and the hope of the gospel, Lord. Lord, we pray um, that even as we are social distancing or things are canceled, that we would still be able to have these sorts of conversations with neighbors and friends, believers and unbelievers, Lord. Lord, we pray that we would use the gospel to encourage each other um, the believers in our lives, and also that we'd use it to encourage unbelievers, Lord, and that ultimately that people would come to know who you are uh, through this interesting moment that we're in, Lord. Lord, we um, pray that um, Midtown and also uh, the church at large uh, would not just sit back and watch everything happen, Lord. Lord, we pray that we would be proactive and bold with our words, but also with our actions, Lord. Lord, I pray that we would seek out opportunities to help others, uh, to share, um, and to provide real tangible needs that um, the people in our community have, Lord. And Lord, ultimately, we pray that your glory would be shown in this time, that we don't understand what's going on, Lord. But Lord, we just pray that your name would be spoken and that our communities would be strengthened. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy 32.4 says that the Lord is the rock and his work is perfect and all his ways are justice. A God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and upright he is. Uh, Lord, we thank you that you are good and that you are um, faithful in all ways and that you are not limited by uh, technological capacity or having to meet in person, but that you are truly a God who's innovative and creative and can use all mediums um, to bring glory to your name and to uh, work with your people. And Father, we thank you that as a uh, community of believers, as a family of believers, that we can uh, come together to give, give you thanks that you are faithful in, in the gifts that you give us and the ways that you give us capacity to reach the needs of, of those who are um, sick, of those who are um, heartbroken, for those who are um, 
just inflicted. Um, and God, we thank you that uh, you are uh, in the work, in the midst of all this. And Jesus, we just ask that um, you would help us bring you honor and that you'd help us bring you glory as, as a community of believers that um, in all ways we would care for our neighbor in all ways we would care for um, those around us who are displaced. Um, God help us be creative, help us be um, on the forefront and be pioneers with the talents and the gifts you've given us to um, uphold your trustworthy character. And we thank you, Lord. Father, uh, thank you for this thank you for this time. Thank you that we know that you are in control, and Lord, that uh, Jesus, your promise that you've come to bring us peace, uh, not as the world does, but uh, we're at peace in the midst of troubling times. So I pray that you'd help us know that peace, that uh, it's not based on circumstances, but based on your your character, God. Lord, teach us that during this time, that we would trust in you more fully, that we would be honored, and Lord, that we would find a stability, uh, uh, Lord, uh, an anchor for our souls that can lead us uh, at, uh, through uh, even the most troubling circumstances. Thank you for listening to the Midtown Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this ministry has blessed you. If you would like to support this ministry, you can donate at midtownaustin.org.